Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is the Cindy Meyer Spirit Seeker Hour, brought to you each and every week by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Spirit Seeker Magazine is in its 23rd year uh, being published. We started off as a quarterly newsletter and then went to a six-time-a-year publication, and then in 2002, we went to a monthly uh, publication. We can be found as a print magazine in the Midwest and Florida. You can find us in Chicago, in Springfield, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, all kinds of places in Missouri, Um, and then in Illinois, uh, as well as Chicago, we're in uh, southern Illinois, and then We are on both coasts of Florida. We have been digital since 1998, uh, so you can read us at spiritseeker.com, or if you want to write the whole thing in, spiritseekermagazine.com, but spiritseeker.com is a little bit faster. Uh, We also have the weekly email newsletter, so if you subscribe to our newsletter, you will be uh, notified who the radio show guests are, when the magazine is online, and you will also hear about wonderful mind, body, spirit events throughout the U.S. Uh, and into Canada. So to be part of our email list, you can do it one of two ways. You can either send us an email to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to our email list, or what's a little bit simpler is to just go to spiritseeker.com and there is a join our email um, newsletter list, and you just click on there, type in your information, and then we are notified and we add you to our email list. So um, we don't sell that list. We do allow others to let other people know about their events, but it comes through the regular email. Um, so you never have to worry about um, us selling your name. The other thing is we get free books and DVDs and CDs and tickets to events. And we um, draw tickets um, or any of those things or giveaway books we um, give our email subscribers the first shot at that because, you know, we thank you for supporting us and letting others uh, know about us. So we have the monthly magazine, the weekly email newsletter, and the um, radio show on the air. In addition, um, I am a life coach. I'm a real estate agent in St. Louis. I'm a feng shui consultant and a psychic medium. So this show is my um, devotion, and we have different guests each each week. Each guest that is invited to be on the show is on the front lines of mind, body, spirit, enhancement, and making the world a better place. So just a couple more uh, announcements, and then I'm going to bring my um, wonderful guest on. Um, I will be in Tampa, Florida, uh, starting on November 13th, and then I will be there the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th and 17th, um, there are, if you know of someone in Tampa or if you happen to be on the call and you, you know, saw this from the magazine being in Florida, um, there are opportunities for private readings and or energy sessions while I'm in New Tampa. And then um, I'm at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo at the uh, Tampa Fairgrounds on Saturday and Sunday, November 16th and 17th. I'll be at booth number 217 and I will be giving a lecture on feng shui on Saturday. Um, then I um, move over to St. Petersburg, uh, Florida, and I will be teaching at Wings Bookstore on Monday night. Um, I will be teaching a feng shui for success and greater uh, happiness. And then on Tuesday night, I'm reading for the meetup group, The Hip Chicks in St. Pete. I will be doing private sessions on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, And then after that, I return on Wednesday night, and I leave the next day for Kansas City. So if any of you are from Kansas City or know folks, I'll be at the – I'll have a booth at the Kansas City Metaphysical Fair um, on that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then uh, doing private sessions on Monday, and then returning on uh, Monday night. We will not have a show on – Thanksgiving or on the 14th because um, I'm traveling. Okay, so that's it. The way to reach Cindy Meyer um, or the Spirit Seeker office is to call 636-530-7579 or once I'm traveling, my cell is 314-651-8513. Once again, the websites are spiritseeker.com and cindymeyer.com and that's C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com. Okay, so now on to our show tonight. Um, My um, guest on the first Thursday of each and every month is Christine Compass. She's a gifted astrologer, a life success coach, and a headhunter. 
um, by day who uses her um, gifts in astrology to help her in everything that she does. Um, she loves helping her clients gain a deeper understanding of themselves. Uh, she is a master at uh, working, um, helping people to work with the universe instead of against it. You know, so she empowers her her um, people that she works with. And um, her website is christinecompass.com, which is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-C-O-M-P-A-S.com. And Christine and I have gotten to know each other um, over the last few years, and I just am delighted um, to uh, be getting to know her at an even deeper level. All right, so Christine, are, I'm trying to bring you on the air. Hang on. Mm, my switchboard. There we go. Okay, so um, Christine, are you there? Yes, hi, Cindy. Thank you so much hi. for that warm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. And um, just to, to be, before we start talking, I'm going to let the guests know. We're going to be talking, um, Christine's going to be talking about astrology, what's happening now, where we're going this next month, um, so that you can prepare and use the astrology to your best benefit. We will also be talking about moon manifesting cycles and, you know, how how that can play um, and, you know, you can use it to your advantage. Um, and then I will be giving you just a few feng shui tips on how to stay sane, happy, and balanced during the holidays um, because we are there the minute Halloween's over. Bam, there we go. Um, and then uh, at the end of the show, or not end, but halfway or three-fourths of the way into it, we will offer free psychic readings. If you do want a reading tonight, please push, uh, push one um, pound on your or one star, actually, on your phone, and then um, we will be alerted. It looks like everybody that's on the call has already done that. You guys know the drill. Um, okay. All right. So, Christine, this, I know we're in Scorpio, and I know yeah. we made it through the new moon. It just feels like we're still in that new moon, though, and then we've got a full moon coming up. So, anything you want to share to help um, us understand and be able to use this energy to um, to our best advantage? For sure. So first of all, we are, we're definitely, we're smack dab in the middle of Scorpio season, which I talked about um, when I was on two weeks ago and kind of given the lay of all this deep, you know, Scorpio is all about going deep within and looking deeply at ourselves and where we really need to transform our own thought patterns and maybe some of our own beliefs in order to kind of transform our lives. Um, so Scorpio energy is just a very transformative month. And I don't know about you, Cindy, but it has been um, kind of a whirlwind of the last two weeks of energy has been very, uh, let me say, powerful or just a lot of, I I know speaking of my own life and then also some of my clients and um, even just people that I work with, it seems like everybody's really been dealing with some very sort of heavy issues or, you know, just just a lot of things beyond their control, really sort of forcing things to come up in their lives. Um, I think it's which, the Chiron with, uh, is it Uranus? The, 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 I, think that's, I think that's part of it. I think we're all doing deeper healing. But I also think that um, the Scorpio energy is bringing things up to the surface for healing. Very much. And then on top of, you know, the Chiron transits happening. So we're also preparing for a major Saturn and Pluto conjunction that's actually coming up in January. And we're in the sixth month. So the the transit coming up in January is something that that type of energy hasn't happened for about 400 years. So just to put that in perspective, we are headed towards a leveling up that society has not seen to this magnitude for 400 years. <laughs> um, well, they're predicting that this impeachment situation will be happening by the end of December, early January, a resolution one way or the other with it. Yes, I think politically that's definitely how this is playing out. Um, but, you know, so then also we have, we had a made, like Saturn was, uh, Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto have all been making some serious uh, placements during the Scorpio season. So it's the structure in our lives. It's our desire nature, and it's also revolving around our spiritual selves. 
So I feel like right now we're in this phase of really being broken down. <laughs> so like the energy right now is breaking us down, making us get very real and very, you know, honest with ourselves. Um, and so that we are able to then, you know, take that knowledge and, um, you know, come. So middle, mid-month, we get into Sagittarius season, which is a sign that's all about knowledge and um, really taking the wisdom that we have and and utilizing it. So right now we're really going through this deep digging process and bringing up, um, you know, these hidden truths that have been hidden from ourselves. We're bringing all of that up so that when we enter Sagittarius, we can really act on that and take ourselves to this new level, Um, you know, and then on top of that, we're also, we also enter Mercury retrograde on October 31st. And, um, you know, people always freak out about Mercury and retrograde. And and the reason that that is, you know, more impactful than maybe some other retrogrades is Mercury rules our thought, our communication, uh, rules technology. And whenever any planet is in retrograde, you know, essentially what that is is it's crossing back over, um, you know, some of the the areas that it's just gone through. So whenever it goes retrograde, it looks like it's moving backwards, back into the path that it was just on, um, but it's not actually moving backwards. So these retrogrades are all about us reviewing, you know. It's a time to review, like, things will happen with our – our thoughts, our words, our communication, or, you know, maybe you'll accidentally send an email to the wrong person and that person really shouldn't have gotten that email or, you know, you're <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And those things happen during this time period because it's, you know, creating situations that make us think or review. And a lot of times Mercury retrograde is sort of solidifying things that we've been learning And it's kind of like it's coming back to test us, like, okay, but did you really learn this lesson? Are you really ready to make a change? Because now we're going to throw up this random situation, which is going to really test your resolve to this newfound direction that you are headed in. So are you going to stick to it or not? Um, So Mercury is going to be retrograde um, until November 19th. So yeah, um, I think the 20th. It's sometime early morning on the 20th. So it's but okay. yeah, <laughs> right. And so so this is the thing. I love that you how you said it because so many people are like, oh, Mercury retrograde. You know, they just uh, la la. Well, you know what? It is a time to retreat, and it's a time, especially right now with everything. With at one point we had what four planets in Scorpio on top of everything else. And it's like, and I was reading something today by Anne Wright. She's she's just this wonderful. I I love her stuff. And she was talking about with Scorpio. There's the three parts. The first part is the scorpion that stings you, and it's like, no, no, I don't want to come out from underneath my covers. I don't want to have to change. No, I don't want to look at everything. And then, you know, you finally move out of that, if you know, because forced almost, and then you're a horse, and you're 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 on the ground, but you're still able to see a little bit more. You're able to see down to the ground and see ahead. But it's not until we really go to the bird energy which sometimes I guess they use a lot, they use the phoenix rising from the ashes, but it can also yeah. be an eagle or a hawk. But it's like definitely the bird where you're up above and you're able to see everything clearly, that that's where the real magic is. So it's like, you know, we almost have to force ourselves to change or be open to change. Yeah, and it's, I can tell you right now, again, we're, we're headed into this energy and this transformational period that is so intense. We have not had it in 400 years. I, I, I want to share a story of what has happened in my life over the last two weeks to kind of hopefully get some perspective. So, you know, we last spoke, it was two weeks ago on a Thursday. Well, actually, the following day, uh, my house was broken into. And oh, I'm so sorry. I, yeah, it was a bummer. So I came home and I actually was throwing a party at my house the next day and I came home and my door is open, my TVs are gone and whatever else. So, um, honestly, I, I, I had taken off early that day because I needed to get some stuff ready for the party. 
And I just came home. I didn't even have the capacity to deal with my house being broken into. It was like I just kind of had to act like, okay, this didn't happen. I just need to keep going right now and get what I need to get done done and keep going. And and that's kind of how I operate at times. I don't deal with things. Um, you know, I tend to put, just push them aside and act like they don't bother me, and I'm like, okay, we'll deal with that later. And um, oh boy. pretty much what I, what I did with the robbery. And I knew, like, in the back of my mind, I knew, okay, it was really bothering me because not necessarily because of my, you know, house was actually robbed, but I felt like, okay, what is my energy doing that's attracting this? And, you know, more than anything, I couldn't get past that thought process of trying to figure that out. And, you know, ultimately when I don't process things or handle my emotions, um, inevitably my my jaw starts to hurt because I carry all of my stress in my jaw. Mm-hmm. And so uh, last week my jaw really started hurting and I was like, okay, this isn't good. So uh, I went to see my therapist and really talked through a lot of things. And, you know, what it brought up is, you know, ultimately being robbed is this huge feeling of being violated. And um, what, uh, so as a child, I I went through some sexual abuse as a child. And, um, you know, ultimately what I've pieced together, I, I mean, that's something that I've been working through and dealing with for a long time. But what I've pieced together and been able to really understand is that this feeling of being violated was actually something that is so a part of my ego and so a part of who I have been is just always letting people sort of violate me and me having no emotional reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole thing has happened because it's, life was like, look, you need to recognize this and really fix it. So, but that right. was this huge Scorpio energy of me having to really look deeply and figure that out that, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this is a feeling, you know, me just having to face my emotions was challenging enough because they just don't, I'm an Aquarius. We are much more in the mind. I don't deal with the emotions well. So having to face that emotion and then, you know, once I really got into it and just spent, you know, just hours crying at my therapist and really being okay with this you know, getting into the feeling of being sure. violated it was when I recognized, oh my gosh, this feeling has permeated my entire life. And that's, you know, so now I'm processing how to make this big change in my life and reemerge without that energy going forward. Well, and that's that um, Chiron. I'm telling you, it's like, this oh, is yeah. the thing. Okay, so so the the first part is the shadow part was the scorpion. You're like this child, and you don't have any skills. So I, I mean, not skills, but you know what I'm saying. So the right. so you know you're a child, and you're you and most children trust people, you know. And then here you are. You've done therapy. You've done all kinds of stuff, but triggers happen. And when we right. are robbed or hurt or whatever, violated, it's it's we don't feel safe again. So the beautiful part is that you knew I need help with this instead of isolating, trying to figure it out on your own. But the way children survive abuse of any kind, especially sexual, is they almost always go out of their bodies, kind of like in a way, like, you know, uh, well, it's not even in a way. You're out of your body and you're looking down. So you're you're right. saying, okay, that's happening, but it's not going to hurt me. But the problem is that when you start to live like that, that's how you go through life until one day you're like, I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to be fully present in my body. And that's what I yeah. hear you saying is that, but, but, oh, I was robbed. Well, I don't have time to think about that because guess what? I've got all these people coming tomorrow and, all right, well, I don't really need TVs. I can, you know, like I'll figure out something else, you know, like, but see, but see, that's the little girl in you. Like, it's no big deal. I can get over this. And all of a sudden your big, your big girl stepped back in and said, this isn't okay what happened here, and you need to deal with it. Yeah. And, yeah, no, and exactly. so, but that's the Scorpio energy, like the transformation that can happen from this. Yeah, exactly. And, so it is so, and it's, for oh, me, that was huge. just such a, a huge, like, again, it's something I know and I've been working on 
you know, becoming better, getting into my emotions. I've been working on all of these things, but it wasn't really put into the perspective or viewpoint that I really needed to see, like, that clearly until going through this whole thing. And, you know, so it's just so interesting to me to see all of the energy play out. And I feel like what it's doing is it's really, you know, issues or challenges that maybe we've been aware of and dealing with and working through for the last six or seven years um, are sort of coming to a head of like, okay, no, we're, we're actually going to change the deep, deeply ingrained, you know, part of your ego that's still holding on to this subconsciously. And we're going to fix that. Mm-hmm. Bravo. So it doesn't yeah. have to be complicated. I, I want to stress this. The thing of it is, is when we are ready, you know, you've heard the saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. We, you will only, only be given, like, the, the awareness that you got, Christine. It's like you were able and ready to handle that awareness now. You know, that's the beautiful part of the way I feel like all of this is designed is that, you know, sometimes we can be overwhelmed, like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe I was robbed, et cetera. But you could have been there when you were robbed and been hurt. You know, it's like, right. It's like, right. I mean, my girlfriend and her husband had their annual party and the husband had been running around getting all of the, you know, the stuff for the party and he pulled his car into the garage and, you know, went into the house for the party and didn't even think about it. And then the party was over and they cleaned everything up and then to bed they went. Well, the garage door was left open and he Mm -hmm. has a tendency to leave his keys in his car. So when they went out the next morning, they both have Lexus SUVs, and their real estate agents very successful. And the the newest one, of course, that John was driving was gone, and the keys were gone. They left the other one, but the door to their house was open. They could have come in there. They could have done anything. So I'm like, look, a car can be replaced. You guys can't. So it's the same right. thing with that. But the thing of it is, is you stood up to it, and you said, this isn't okay. And so that's big Christine saying, wait a minute. And so... Things trigger other things, and, you know, and this is the Scorpio energy, and Scorpio almost always has stuff to do with secrets and sex and major, like, the, the secrets come up, and look what's happening politically. All this stuff is coming up, and it's all coming up because it's time for us as a as a nation to address some of the stuff that we've been sweeping underneath the rug. So it's all coming up. Yeah. And, you know, so... Think, talking about all the, the stuff that's come up politically in the Me Too, and what I find is really interesting is Jupiter. Jupiter is the, the ruler of Sagittarius, and it's a planet that's all about expansion and travel and sort of bringing um, luck and abundance in the areas it's been that it travels. So uh, Jupiter takes around 12 to 13 months to go through every sign. Um, the very, the day, so Jupiter's currently in Sagittarius and it's been there for a year, so November 2018. Um, prior to that, in October of 2017, um, the day that Jupiter entered Scorpio for its 12-month transit in Scorpio, so Jupiter, this planet of expansion and luck and, um, you know, sort of travel and adventure, entered Scorpio, the sign of this deep information and getting into the truth and our depth. So the day that Jupiter entered Scorpio was the day that um, all of the Harvey Weinstein um, scandal came out and, you know, I think his first accuser came out that day and then it, you know, trickled through that. So watching Jupiter take its 12-month transit through Scorpio, through this place of deep sexual energy and power and watching it sort of expand this Me Too movement over those 12, 13 months, um, I thought was really interesting and fitting. And um, and so then November 18, last year, Jupiter entered Sagittarius for its 12, 13-month run. And so we've been really taking a lot of that um, information and sort of that transformation. Now we've been applying it and kind of figuring out what's our, our next level. What are we, how are we applying now that all of this has been exposed? How are we, what are we going to do about it? And at the end of the month, Jupiter finishes up its 
um, sort of tour of Sagittarius. And so whatever we've been learning over the last 12 to 13 months is really going to be kind of coming to a culmination to where we are putting this new wisdom into practice and applying it. Um, so I'm, for me, you know, politically and watching all of that play out, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next in um, kind of that sex scandal and, you know, figuring out how we as a society are going to deal with that type of behavior and issues. Um, but then, you know, so next, Jupiter moves into Capricorn, which is a sign of structure and, you know, sort of like I, I consider it like the project management sign, like we're going to get things done. So right. I feel like, you know, when we hit the end of this month, like I said, with another 12 to 13 month period after that, I feel like we'll start to see a lot of new structure being built, um, you know, in society around how we handle those issues in a better light. But I mean, in general, we just, we have so many transits going on right now that are really pushing society to transform in so many ways um, that I'm very cautiously optimistic about uh, what's to come for us Yes, <laughs> as a nation. Um, I'm really interested, so this Saturn-Pluto conjunction that's kind of a really big deal happens on January 26th. Um, so I'm very curious to see what happens then. I mean, I think for Saturn is the planet of our structure and Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth and um, regeneration. So our structure is essentially, you know, we've been in this rebuilding phase and something's going to kind of happen, I think, that just totally, like, eviscerates the fact that, like, okay, we, it, it'll be really exposed, like, look, we can't, we can't function how we are anymore. Um, right. And I'm hoping that that's, you know, not a, you know, World War Three type of thing, but something that's a little bit more gentle, but that we could all get the point. <laughs> right. Well, um, there's so many new alliances being um, tendered because, you know, and we're not going to go into politics per se, but the thing of it is, is there's new alliances being formed. There's, you know, with the, with the um, treaties being broken and, now with uh, all kinds of global agreements being broken, it's like, where do we go from here? So everyone's doing the same so- searching. And, you know, Brexit with with the U.K. is very much like what's happening in the United States. And so there's so many parallels. Um, but we're all being asked to be awake and aware and um, and to self-nurture more. And I think that is really the yeah. name of the game right now. Um, let's talk about the full moon coming up on Tuesday, November 12th, because the full moon is going to be in Taurus, and that yeah. that will help ground us. <laughs> so yeah. whatever you want to add um, on that, cause, um, and how to work with the full moon. Let's talk just a little bit about that. Yeah, so full moons are all about taking action. Um, you know, the new moon is for setting intentions and kind of setting the ideas out of what you want, and then full moon is, all right, action is happening um, something is, is coming to fruition. Um, and then, yes, this one is a Taurus full moon, and Taurus is a sign that's all about safety and security and kind of like our physical possessions. It's a very grounded sign. So um, I think we should ask ourselves, you know, what, what do we need? What's going to make us feel safe and secure, um, either monetarily or physically, um, because this, this full moon is really going to bring up issues around or, you know, bring up themes around money, wealth, property, um, ownership, and sort of, you know, calling us to take action in, in some of those areas. Right. And we have, um, we have the Mars sextile Jupiter giving lots of energy, initiative, and good fortune to ensure success. And the words that rule Taurus are, I have. And the thing to think about is I have a beautiful life. I have dreams that I'm aspiring um, to go toward. You know, I, 
I have um, a, a beautiful ha- family, beautiful group of friends. You know, you're you're grateful, and and the whole thing is that it's ruled by Venus, so you want a beautiful life, and you want to have beautiful friends, and you want to have a beautiful, um, you know, whatever makes you feel good. Your home, so that you walk into your home and you feel like your home is basically just comforting you and embracing you in a in a way that. Um, is is positive. So and and it's and Tauruses are not afraid of having money. They're not afraid of having a nice car. I mean, it's just part of the deal that goes with Taurus. They're here of to have nice things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. well, they just do. And so we're still in this Scorpio energy of transformation. So the question kind of is um you know, as as Christine so beautifully explained, new moons you're setting the intention and then when you get to the full moon, you pretty much You've probably manifested some of those intentions, but the full moon is what do I have that is in the way of me fulfilling really where I want to go next? So it's like, what do I need to let go of here so that I have even more space to manifest what I want? So new moon, full moon is very much like feng shui. Um, So I'm going to segue into this for just a minute um, with some tips for the holidays, and then we'll come back um, to the astrology to finish up. But but in feng shui, the tenants are love it, use it, or lose it. And what I encourage my clients to do is to take a clipboard and go room to room. When is the last time I really used that Cuisinart? Or is it something that collects dust on my countertop and I look at it and just go, ugh. You know, like if you have stuff that you're just not using, donate it. Or um, or put it on you know Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something. Do not keep artwork and gifts that people gave you for a wedding 20 years ago that you're just like, well, what if Aunt Mary came to my house and she saw that I don't have that piece of artwork on the wall? First of all, it's unlikely Aunt Mary's going to come. Second of all, she's not going to go through every room of your house. And it's like, so don't keep things that you don't love. That's the the beautiful part. Less is more. So when you start really feng shuiing your life your closet will not be stuffed with clothes because you will only have clothes in your closet that you love. You won't open your cabinets in the kitchen and everything's ready to fall out because you will only have dishes that you love. You may not have those three sets of dishes that you used to have or four sets because you don't need it. Um, and that's really the part, the trick with this holiday season, with this full moon and all, all that's going on, you know, just energetically, the less cluttered your life is, the more your life's going to work. So I want to give just a few tips. <clears throat> Meditation needs to be upped instead of decreased. <clears throat> the more you meditate or spend time journeying, and I recommend the Calm app. It's C-A-L-M. They have a free version or they have a part that you pay for, but it doesn't cost that much. And then the other one that I recommend is Breathe. It's B-R-E-E-T-H-E. And both of them have wonderful meditations. And sometimes I only have five minutes. I'm a classically trained transcendental meditation uh, person. So, you know, when I only do five minutes with my mantra and TM, I'm like, oh. Because really, you know, they recommend 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. But, you know, I do another form of meditation that's an hour long. Well, guess what? If I can only do 30 minutes, I do 30 minutes, and that's better than doing no minutes. So this is not a time to say, I don't have time to go to the gym. Oh, my gosh, I have so much to do. Nope, this is the time to go to the gym an extra day a week because the more you you stick with your routines or even increase the things that <clears throat> connect you to your mind, body, and spirit, the more balanced you will be to go into um, this holiday season. And, you know, you don't have to do it perfectly. That That if you're striving for perfection, it will take away from you being to relax and enjoy being with friends and family. So there's a few things I just want to mention um, that will make your house um, feel a little more balanced. The dining room in your home is a place of wealth, and um, it's advised to linger and enjoy a delicious meal. So that's that's the whole the whole thing. So this is the time with the holidays that you bring your good china out, you bring your beautiful table coverings and your napkins and all that stuff. So do not wait until the week of. You can do that a week ahead. You can set the table, you know, three or four days ahead. You can make a lot of the dishes. Um, like, you know, I make these to die, they're called to die farm mashed potatoes. I make them four or five days ahead because they can be stored in a crock pot and then you just plug it in that morning. It's like whatever you can do ahead or um, keeping it simple so that you're, you know, you actually get to relax. 
Um, some of the other things for prosperity with the holidays is putting out small dishes of uh, of nuts or of, you know, really nice candies. That creates a feeling of prosperity and abundance or fresh fruit. Um, centerpieces, you know, with fresh fruits, you know, or, or like that's why the cornucopia at Thanksgiving, you know, you see all of these vegetables and fruits, and it just makes you feel abundant. Um, a large mirror placed in the dining room reflects the joy and the feeling of, of wealth. So that's why a lot of dining rooms you'll see a big mirror because it just makes everything seem even more elegant and beautiful, um, and it's conducive for conversations. So um, in feng shui, we have... Um, I mentioned, you know, less is more. So you just want to keep it simple so that you can enjoy. And if someone says, what dish can I bring? Oh, you don't need to worry about that. You say, you know what? It would be great if you would bring an appetizer or it would be great if you would bring a pie, you know, or something like that. So don't say no thinking you have to do it all um, yourself. Okay, then one last tip is children. If you have children, they love to be part of things. And, you know, it could be as simple as making um, place cards. I mean, my kids, I used to get the stickers when they were little, and I would, um, they would put little, like for Thanksgiving, I mean, we used to have 26 people for Thanksgiving. I can't, I don't even know how I did it. But the kids would, um, <laughs> I know, can you imagine, Christy? I mean, that was, was insane. But, um, but at any rate, they would make these little place cards, and then, you know, I would then set the table two days ahead, and then they, the dining room table, you know, we would just eat in the kitchen, you know, during that time, no dining room eating. Um, and then they would help, like, um, put those place cards on the, on the seating so that people knew where they were supposed to sit instead of, you know, all of a sudden you have, like, bad combinations of people at the table. We all know um, not everybody um, is the best at holidays. So it's much better if you have a little bit of control to guide the sitting uh, seating of, of your guests. So there's there's just a few tips, but um, but seriously, it's it's a time where, you know, if somebody says, "What can I do to help?" Oh, you can get the logs for the fireplace. That would be great. Or don't just don't be hesitant to ask for help because it is just not a time to do it all yourself. Okay, so any more tips, uh, Christine, before we go into the reading part of the show? Is there anything else that um, you can recommend with the astrology to keep us sane? So there is one other thing that I want to mention, um, which is that Neptune, Neptune has been retrograde for the past five months. And Neptune is a planet that rules our spirituality. It's the ruler of the sign of Pisces. Um, And so Neptune comes out of this retrograde on November 25th. And so, you know, over the last five months, we've essentially been looking at our spiritual selves and our purpose and our past and, you know, a lot of times these retrogrades are happening more sort of behind the scenes in our mind. Not even We're not even necessarily consciously aware of it. Um, but around November 25th, you may gain some, you know, sort of very clear and vivid um, insight into where your spiritual path and purpose is, is guiding you and kind of the next steps you need to take. So just kind of be aware of that, that date, the 25th, um, you know, kind of be, kind of hopefully revealing and, and bring up a lot of information that might help people sort of figure out their direction and their calling a little bit more. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, of course, that's the week of Thanksgiving, so the more aware yeah. you can be, um, you know, you'll be able to enjoy the holidays more. And you might even be able to have a conversation with someone that you've been avoiding because now you've got the awareness. Um Okay, so we are going to um, take callers now, and um, when I bring you on to the air, I'm going to say the area code. So right now I'm going to say the next call that we're going to take is from area code 631, first three digits are 909. When I bring you on to the air, you will say your first name, where you're calling from. So Mary from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I'm just making this up. But, um, but then you can ask one question but maybe think about something that you've heard during this call so far that you're like, oh, wait a minute, you know, maybe well, how can I how can I use that energy for this situation that I have? Um, or when you ask a question, it can please please make it one question so that we can read for as many people as we can because we're just going to go straight down the line. And um, but so you can't ask, am I going to move? Am I getting a relationship? And um, 
you know, is my house going to sell? You just can't ask that like three or four questions. So just <laughs> the most important thing that you would like answered, and then we'll go from there. All right, so we are going to bring area code 631-909 on to the air, and you are live on the air. Uh, your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Hi, Suzanne, Long Island, and do you see me getting a new job soon? Okay, so let's see. I see that you are going to have an opening with this new job that, yes, is coming. And this is going to be what – this job is going to change you in ways that – this is going to be the, the compilation of using all of the skills that you have attained this lifetime, and it's going to take you to the next level. Um, you've got the sun saying stay positive about this, and the the other card that I drew was the huge – opening card it's like this is just an opening like where and part of it is my dear is that you like yourself more right now than ever before in your life and that level of self-acceptance is like a, a ray of sunshine and so people are really drawn to you so yes you will be getting a new job and it's going to be fabulous and you also, know I'm when just ahead, real quick, Christine. the November 12th with the Taurus full moon is all about that security, stability, you know, solidifying all of that. So, you know, you just asked when, when I, I can't say, but, you know, the 12th might be some time that the full moon might take action towards some of that. So remember, you have to be in action, any of you on the call, any of you wanting to make movement to a new uh, job, relationship, or home. You know, your part is to do the dreaming and the visioning and uh, calling and co-creating with the universe. It is not your job to know how it's going to come to you. That will limit it. So the reason we do vision boards is we vision as big as we can with the dreaming aspect of it. And then our job is to be willing to accept whatever it is because a lot of times the universe has something even better in store for us. So we have to do our part. You know, like in the secret it says, oh, you can sit there meditating all day about what you want. But if you are not, like, um, going to work or doing something energetically to create the energy that you need for the, you know, to, to pay your bills and to do everything. So our part Oh, I'm is, working already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're doing that, but then you send out your applications. You look on Indeed. I've been doing on, that too. <laughs> right, right. So you're doing all the right things. So the main thing, and this is a feng shui tip for all of you, um, imagine tic-tac-toe, like, you know, the tic-tac-toe. There's three squares in the front row, three in the middle, three in the back. So that front row, imagine standing at your front door of your home or your condo or your apartment, whatever, and you're standing at the front door. Your front door in almost 99.9% of Western homes will be in that front row. You'll either be in the left square, the middle square, or the right square. That right square of the front part of your home is the helpful people and travel corner. So to amp up your manifesting power and co-creating with the universe, you put a red folder in that square, that corner of your home, and then you put a sheet of paper. I, put your name in it, now manifest the perfect job that pays exactly what um, I feel is a fair, uh, or what uh, the amount that I'm asking for or more, and I'm willing to receive that job or something better. And then you sign it and you date it, and every time you look at that red folder, I know my job is coming. Now, if you're wanting to sell your house, it's the same thing. You put your name, you know, the address of the property. I now manifest the perfect buyer for my property located at la, 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 la. Um, they're paying the price I'm asking or something even better. So this is fire energy with the red and then trusting that the universe knows the perfect job for you. The universe knows the perfect buyer to send to you for your house. Okay, so there. I hope that was helpful, and I, I do see this yeah, job. It was. I'm waiting to hear tomorrow if I'm having an interview November oh. 12th. Christine, you called it. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. Oh, my God. I'm All right. Well, I get one. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Your question helped every single person on this call tonight. Okay. okay thank All right. you. Okay. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Bye. Okay. We are now going to go to – that is, like, funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so perfect. I know. Uh, uh, we're going to go to area code um, – Four eight zero six one nine. Four eight zero six one nine. You're live on the air. Hello. Yes. Hi. We're here. We just need your first name, 
where you're calling from and your question, please. Hi, my name is Keisha. I'm calling from Arizona. And I guess, um, do you see me find a job soon, or do you think I will wait to next year to find one? Okay, so we're going to um, ask if the highest and best good is for Keisha to um, wait until the new year for the new job. Does that sound right, Keisha? That's correct. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank All you. Right. All right. So timing-wise, it just feels like um, you love the holidays and you've got a lot on your mind. And so it's saying that mm-hmm. you will you will have more pleasure um, and rest and be relaxed during the holidays um, and be more creative if you wait until after this holiday season. So it's showing all three cards. I pulled three. All three cards are, are mm-hmm. saying that you've really been, whatever you've been doing, you're tired. And so it's almost like you need this mm-hmm. time to just regroup yep. before you start all over again. So, yeah, I, I see 2020 as a better time. Uh, Christine, anything you see? Yeah. Christine? Uh, yeah, oh, I, was okay. just, I was just thinking, um, you know, it might be a good time with this full moon just to sort of look at where, you know, you could establish that security without a job. You know, where can you establish that security in your life to make mm-hmm. you feel I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're feeling yeah. good. Um, and then, as Cindy said, you know, after the holidays, kind of get back at it next year. So just finding that security within yourself right now and then yep. manifesting the job. <laughs> totally agree with you. Totally agree. Okay, thank All you. Right. I just want to make okay, sure you're on the track. Light, uh, you know. Yeah, no, you're on track. <laughs> That's right. Okay, thank you and enjoy your holidays. All right, God bless you. Okay. Thank you. God you bless too. You Bye. <laughs> okay. All right, we are going to go to area code 512-587. You are live on the air. Five one two five eight seven. You're live on the air. Oh, I think she dropped off, or he or she dropped off. Okay, we're going to go to eight five six four two nine. You are live on the air. Hi, how are you? Great. Uh, Rosemaria from New Jersey, and okay. I guess finances soon or a newer job coming up. I hope. So you're with a current job, but you're not making as much money as you would like. So you're asking, is the question, will you get more money where you are, or is the question, do you have a new job? You're putting energy out to a new job, and you're wondering if that's going to come through. Right. I'm not working right now. Oh, okay. So will you manifest a job soon uh, in order to bring more prosperity into your life? Right. Okay. And and Rosemary, is that what you said, Rosemary? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So, Rosemary, the 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 thing that I see is that um, you have some kind of thinking. It's not exactly negative, but you have the thought, I, and I don't know which it is. I'm hearing like two to three. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. All the good jobs are taken. There's a little bit of a victim consciousness here, and um, but yet you really are wanting a job. So the thing of it is, is um, to realize that the universe is a very, is a very abundant universe. Um, Did you have a painful experience with your last job? Because I'm just hearing pain and you're kind of afraid. Uh, Not afraid, just uh, a health issue I have that I can't stand that long. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. All right. So you've got the thought that because you can't stand, you're you're going to have a hard time finding a job. Right, because that's so not change, my original change. job. Yeah. Okay. So so here's the thing. Make a list of, of what you want. I want a job where I am sitting more than standing. I want a job where I have, I have um, the ability to get up and walk around when I need to. Um, I have a job that pays me well. I have a job that people um, respect it and, and, you know, treat me with um, with honor and respect. Just So write down what it is that you want. Write down what salary you want. See, when we say to the universe, I want to make more money, do you want the teaspoon or do you want an ocean? 
You know, the more clear we are when co-creating with the universe, the more successful we're going to be. So your trick is to, to not see the negatives. Your thing is to see the positive. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to manifest a job. They're going to be so happy I'm there, and I'm going to love being there, and they're going to understand about my back, and they're, that's not going to be a detriment. If anything, they're going to say, do you need a pillow? Can I get you a pillow? Can I get you a heating pad? I know it sounds silly, but it's, that's what I'm seeing, is that once you change this thinking, it will all get easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, too much. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> It really yeah, is okay. And but, I, yeah, go ahead, Christy. Uh, I was just going to add, you know, sort of from my recruiter's perspective, um, you know, and I see a lot of jobs. There are a ton of jobs where you're just sitting or even now um, there's a ton of possibilities to work from home or work on a computer or, you know, so there is endless possibilities. So, you know, just given the fact if you can't stand or, you know, Totally, there are plenty of options out there. So I think Cindy's totally right. You just need to flip that mindset, and then the right position will come. And the pain is going to go away. Part of your pain is your fear around money, believe it or not. So you're contracted a little bit, and the minute all that opens up, you're going to just be amazed. So I'm not saying it's, like, totally going to take it away, but part of it is just concern and worry. And so – you just see yourself soaring and succeeding, and um, and and do call us back after you get that job, okay? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not making light of it. Okay, all right. Thank you so much for calling in. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. All right. We are going to go to area code three four seven eight two five. You are live on the air. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. This is Katie from New York. Hey, Katie from New York. What's your question tonight? Um, uh, let me. Okay, so I'll keep it what everybody's talking about job as well. Um, I would try to attract a job, and um, I have a couple of interviews tomorrow, but both of those are part time. And um, so, what also caught me for, I guess, a temp to perm position. Um, uh, so I got a couple of. I guess, calls and interviews. I'm just wondering what's going on with my career and things like that. So really, you're, Katie, you're wanting full-time? Well, yeah, I want to well, I want to move, and I'm going to have to pay. Well, I don't know. I want to move, and I want to be able to pay rent if I do move, and I live in New York. So rent is pretty high. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Um, First of all, I'm hearing it's not personal. Like you really, it's just like um, when I train someone in sales, I tell them you just cannot take this personally. You may have to call 10 people before you hear yes. So it's the same thing uh-huh. with you. It's all about intention. And if and that's why I asked, you're applying for two part-time jobs. But if you're well, really wanting full-time. I didn't even full-time, know they were part-time. I didn't know they were part-time. Okay. I must have read it. <laughs> yeah. But the whole thing is, is this. Sometimes we have to work a part-time job to get our foot in the door. But if during yeah. the interview process we say, look, I have to, you know, I need to be honest, I'm really looking for full-time work. But so is there any possibility, you know, I, I would like you to be honest, is, is there any possibility of this turning into full-time or is it forever ever, and ever going to be a part-time? And that way they know that you're really looking for full-time. But if you love that job, you can, you know, say, well, I'm willing to work this part-time if there is a possibility of it going into full-time. Um, but the other thing is, is you haven't been feeling too good, it feels like. Um, like no, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm under I, yeah. a lot of stress because um, right. where I'm staying at, the people want me to move out. So I'm looking for an apartment right. and I don't have a job, so it's, I'm under a right. lot of stress. Right. So I'm just seeing that with this stress, it's it's affecting you, um, and you don't want to get sick. So the, the yeah, thing I is, sick. I already did get sick. Yeah, I'm sick. Now. I yeah, I I see it. I see it. So I I would suggest journaling, and I would suggest taking uh, everything you've learned up till now from every interview, every person you've talked. Okay, so I learned this. I learned that. I learned this, and now I know exactly what I want. And you're getting much better at interviewing. So. I just see that yes. you your your strengths. Like when they say, "What are your strengths?" I you see you saying, "Okay, 
let me tell you my strengths. I'm really good at dealing with all kinds of people, and I can yeah. problem solve. And and because those are your strengths, and you're really yeah, good at dealing with different energies of people, and you can like see yeah. this. You're, you're you're like it's like you know NLP, like in NLP we neuro linguistic <laughs> programming. We look yeah, to a person and yeah. they say, well, it looks to me like. Then we change our languaging to, well, it looks to me like that too. But if someone's saying, yeah. well, it sounds to me like you're not really clear on what you want. Then you say, well, I can see where it could sound like that, or I hear you, you know. So you yeah, kind of match. Yeah. But but your interviewing skills are good. Um, I just feel uh-huh. that it's because you're so stressed that you're almost desperate. So you have to stop that. Yeah. You just have to, I know my perfect divine job's there, and it's in divine time, and I'm willing to um, take some deep breaths before I go in, and be okay. calm and centered so that you let that part of you that is so stellar shine through instead of, oh, I can start tomorrow. I can start. What hours did you need? Nope. You don't want to be that, like, you know, right. like desperate. You just want to be solid right. so they can see what you're bringing to the table. Okay, so is that helpful? And, Christine, do you have anything else you yeah, want to add? You, yeah, I want to, do you yeah. think I'm going to get something soon? Or? Well, I, I 100% think it's, yeah. agree that it's all about, you know, making sure that you're not going into those situations desperate. I mean, as a recruiter, Uh that's like a number one scenario that I try to coach people on is like, look, you're confident. You got this. You don't need this job. And even if you do, you don't don't show them that. (laughs) And and also, people skills are so becoming more and more valued right now because, honestly, people don't have people skills anymore. So know that you have what so many people are looking for, and there is, you know, a real shortage of, you know, work, a workforce shortage going on. So, yeah, have all the confidence in yourself. It is going to work out, and the right company is going to come. And don't, you know, it might be stressful and it's really hard right now, but like Cindy said, just keep that confidence because that's really what's going to draw the best situation to you. Okay, okay, Katie. I uh, yeah, you just had like one of the top recruiters just give you good really good wisdom. <laughs> thank All you. right, so thank good you. luck. Okay, thanks for thank calling you. tonight. Thanks. All right. Okay, we are going. I think we're going to New York. We're going to go to nine one seven five three eight. If my switch there it goes, my boy, my switchboard slow. Okay, nine one seven five three eight. You're live on the air. Hi, this is Margaret. Hi, Margaret. Are you calling from New York? No, New Jersey. Okay. I knew it was up east. Okay. All right. And what is your uh, question this evening? Uh, Well, since the topic is work-related, I'm wondering also um, if my job will be a little bit more interesting and challenging for me. It's a little bit – I feel like I'm working under title, and I've been doing that for a while now. And I'm okay. wondering if, you know, I've applied, I've um, gotten some support around it, and it's taking a long time. But do you see a resolution around this? Is it more satisfying at my current place? Because I do like where I'm at, um, okay. my full-time job, yeah. Okay. So the biggest thing, there's a couple of things I'm seeing. Um, one is there was some fear about, I don't know, it just feels like there is this one person, it feels like one person was just really negative for a while. That seems resolved. So the biggest words for you are stay in your own skin. And I I can't stress this enough. Like other people might, oh, we only have, we have a minute and a half, so I'm going to talk really fast. Um, You have been taking time to reflect. You're okay with everything, but you need to figure out um, instead of being in complaint about it being boring, you need to find some way to make it more exciting for you. So I would focus on what, what in addition you could bring to the table um, and be grateful for your job because I've seen a lot of people who, oh, my job is so boring, blah, 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 and then they get, they, they get downsized. So the last thing you want is to lose your job right now. So I would, um, I would look at it like every day, how can I make this job better? How can I bless someone when I go into work? So it's all about using, if you do have some downtime and it's kind of boring, then find a way to like, hey, can I help you with that project? Do you need any help? Just make yourself um, be of service to others. And I think that will shift the energy on your job. Okay? All right. 
Margaret. I hope that was helpful. Okay. So, um, listeners, we are just about um, ready to go off the air. And um, I just want to let you know, you can call Christine for an astrology reading. Her phone number is 314-456-4041. She does beautiful charts, and she's very, very reasonable. Um, Or you can call my office at 336 Five three zero seven five seven nine and schedule a private reading. And remember, info at spiritseeker.com to be added to our email list. Christine, thank you for being my guest. Thank you all for listening. Please tell others about the show. And um, have a blessed evening. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cindy. Bye. Okay.